Hello everybody and welcome to Brumbagun, your weekly dose of bicycle, bicycle people and bicycle stories, together with you Stefano, aka Calamaro, that is telling you this story from the new recording room that I got from my office, that's pretty cool, don't tell to everybody, but the sound should be super nice, no echo or nothing, and also the voice a bit more clear. It's Friday evening... I'm not gonna tell you what day it is, but I just finished recording an interview for with one character that yeah you will listen in a couple of weeks. Right now, I just want to tell you that you can write me your feedback and everything at hello at calamaro.cc. That's my email. Facebook. Yeah, I have also Facebook. Facebook.com slash calamaro.cc. Like Instagram. Instagram.com slash calamaro.cc. Follow me and put the like button. Say, great, Calamaro, you are the number one. Or Stefano, call me Stefano. And everything is going to be fine. You know where to find me. And you can also find me on Twitter, twitter.com slash readcalamaro. I have to say thank you to my sponsor, Wahoo and Isador. This week, tomorrow, actually, I'm going to go to the Velo Berlin where Wahoo has a booth. And yeah, for sure, it's going to be a lot of friends. There's going to be also uh, the 8 Bar Crete. Yeah, for sure, a lot of friends, a lot of bicycle over there. I'm super excited. Have you been to La Resistente at the end? Yeah, the bicycle ride in Cesena against all fascists and whatever to remember the victims of the fascism in Italy. If you did it, just send some pictures, put some pictures on Instagram, put some pictures on Facebook, put some pictures on Twitter and tag me, please. Or just write Calamaro CC as an hashtag. Please, I want to see all the beautiful people that were riding over there because I could not be there and I'm super sad about it. Lele did a great job and I want to see some pictures. Please do it. Calamaro CC hashtag. And yes, I'm going to watch it. Today is going to be another day of interviews and I've met Fiola some month ago while we were riding here in Berlin for the coffee spin organized by List and Ride. And uh, since the beginning that we were riding together, I was saying, okay, there's somebody who has a lot of things to do. Then I discovered that she was working as communication manager for Komoot. You know Komoot, right? I've been talking about it since a long time right now. Yeah, Komoot is the uh, tracking and adventure application that helps everybody of us to discover new paths, new routes, to bike there, to use our bicycle over there, to uh, go hiking, to go whatever, to go outside and enjoy some adventure. Well, today I'm gonna interview her, is here in this episode and you will listen to a lot of cool stories over here, so just be prepared and 3, 2, 1. Another day, another interview and another great character today on the other side of my microphone, actually on the other side, also we're in a different time zone. I'm here today with Fiola and uh, I'm not gonna say your surname because I don't want to make any mistakes and any mess as I'm doing all the time. Okay, I can do it. Fiola Foley. Maybe this time it's going to be better. That is the, great. The responsible of communication of Komoot, but also a super sporty character that has a lot to say about sports and everything. But first of all, hi, Fiola. How are you doing? Hello. How's it going? Early morning, but nice to meet you. Yeah, sorry. I actually pulled you out from bed for this interview because here in Berlin is 9.42. Today is Friday. Also Friday morning, super early, and for you it's 8.42. And uh, yeah, but I was actually dreaming about this interview with you since the first time that we met here in Berlin, during a ride, obviously. And then at a certain point, it just 
pop up into my mind and say, okay, probably we have to talk a bit with Fiola about adventure on the bicycle, bicycle in general, and the product that we are working for that is Komoot. It's more a mission than a product itself. But let's start from the beginning. Let's we are gonna touch all the topics over here, over here. And uh, yeah, hi Fiola. Hello. If you want to give us a small introduction, this would be great. So I will stop talking because I'm talking too much. Usually people are used to my voice. <laughs> That's all good. Um, basically, you got my name right. So it's Fiola Foley, and yeah, I work for Kamut. And yeah, I'm Irish, as you might have gathered from my accent. Um, kind of more of an international world citizen, I would call myself. Um, my background in sport starts with rowing. I was sort of a full-time rower until I was 25 at a very high level internationally. Um, and then I have too much of an adventurous spirit <laughs> to be <laughs> boxed into conventional sports. So I broke free from the chains, hung my oars up at the age of 25 and discovered a love for surfing, actually. Uh -huh. I ended up living three years in Peru and South America after a stint in Spain. Um, and then I came back to Europe, to Ireland, and did my master's in communications um, uh -huh. and was a victim of the um, Irish, the crash of the economy in Ireland and ended up in Switzerland, where I worked in uh -huh. luxury consumer goods for a while at Swarovski and then um, wound up, um, wound my way towards BMC, um, where I was charged in charge of the uh, global communications um, at BMC Switzerland um, for quite a few years, four years, I think, in the end. Um, and then eventually I decided after eight years in Switzerland that um, I would really like to try living back in Ireland again. And that's where I am right now. Um, luckily, Kamut has a remote work policy. So um, everything was very new for me last year, making the move back to Ireland and also giving remote work a go. And so far, it's been working out really well. So pretty happy to be here. It's been a bit of a transition period. But um, yeah, that's a bit of a sort of fuel in a nutshell. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's perfect. But I want to make you a really kind of a personal question. You were saying that you're an adventure person and whatever. But you mentioned also a lot of sports. You mentioned cycling. You mentioned rolling and blah, blah, blah. Which one is your favorite one? Oh, my God. Surfing. I hope we're surfing that's for you. That's because... a good question. <laughs> Um, I was actually trying to think about this this morning. Um, so I really like endurance sports. I like to push myself. Um, so when it comes to like the adrenaline side of sports, like I'm not sure if I'm, I know I'm not the kind of person that's just happy with, you know, going downhill. I like to climb as well. Um, that's why the sports where you don't have a lot of physical exertion in, ter in terms of endurance are into sports that I'm particularly attracted to. I love adventure. So um I just love to go up mountains and I love to surf as well because I love to feel in contact with nature. I've done a lot of ski touring as well. So, um, God, I'm a jack of all trades, I suppose. Um, I I would find it very difficult to choose between any... You don't have to, Fiola. Yeah, like <laughs> I I do feel like I love rowing because you're in touch with the water. Um, I love to run because I, I love the this challenge of going up a hill actually and reaching the summit and having a beautiful view. I love to ride my bike because for something, a similar reason, but I really like the motion of cycling and, and surfing as well. They're all very different, but in each one of them, I find this sort of peace where if, whether it's the rhythm or the contact with nature, contact with nature is very important. Like I don't think I'm, 
I'm not like a road runner. I'm not really interested in my splits. I'm not really interested in performance anymore. I'm very much interested in the sensation of, of being outside and outdoors and um, having beautiful views and exploring. Like I'm always pouring over maps on Komoot and trying to come up with new routes or exploring like little trails and seeing what the condition of the trail is like whether I could mountain bike it or whether it's just for running so yeah I'm a bit of a I'd say adventurous spirit yeah okay okay makes sense so it comes completely natural I would say from this description of yourself and of your love for love for sports uh to your actual job let's say or let's say mission that you're taking on your side that is the one of working on the communication on Komoot. Give us a small description of Komoot itself. Komoot for sure is kind of uh, 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 let, uh, just you do it you do it I don't want to give wrong uh, wrong definition in front of the communication manager. Of I don't want to do it. Yeah it would be pretty risky. No um... exactly. <laughs> so I came across Komoot about two or three years ago when I was working at BMC um, mm -hmm. we were doing trying to come up with um, a sort of a marketing campaign to support the launch of the BMC road machine that's a very successful bike and we were looking at a platform to engage with the sort of endurance cycling community so um, obviously at BMC the professional racing team was always used um, to promote like the team machine but the road machine was a bike that was aimed towards um, more of the endurance cyclist or um, sort of the club cyclist the everyday cyclist let's say um, mm -hmm. so we wanted to tap into that community and um, we thought of a challenge <laughs> um, and then Uh, because of our budget constraints, um, I speak honestly here, um, we decided to look towards maybe an up-and-coming platform such as Komoot, where we saw that people were primarily using Komoot to go out and explore and discover their surroundings and do long-distance rides. So we did the Solstice Challenge and we used Komoot um, to basically host everyone's routes and um, so you could go to Komoot you could plan your route you could um, track with Komoot and then we would see everyone that participated in the challenge uh, and that's how I first came in contact with Komoot and we worked together on this campaign and then um, I started using Komoot myself naturally <laughs> so um, Komoot is, is you know for me it was it was great like it, it you know I I'm quite okay with like um, navigating I did a lot of adventure racing about six or seven years ago so I was familiar with maps I'm not a stranger to pulling out a map and being able to navigate but I always had issues with having to carry a map with me and trying to keep it dry and they would always tear up and Camus mm -hmm. um, just seemed like super cool to me right because you just open up your your computer or your the app on your phone and you can start already exploring where you want to go or where you are um, on the spot and then just drop some pins or waypoints and then off you go you can save your route and you can follow it and I was like wow this is pretty cool and I can also see what the road surface types are yada 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 so Then fast forward a year and a half or two years and um, I saw that they were looking for um, a PR, international PR manager. So I decided to put my hand up for the role and was very unfortunate to have been selected. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> and so 
like that definitely like obviously when you start a new job for a new product you become very familiar with the product so um i got i would got to grips with kamud and i'm pretty well versed in everything that it has to offer right now um it's changing the whole time because the team at kamud are always working hard to release new features and update the platform and add some pretty cool stuff to it um so i use kamud pretty much i would almost say on a daily basis i've got a lot of tours that i've planned um not enough time in my life to actually go out and complete all of these adventures but i find it super inspiring to just go to somewhere like norway drop a pin and then start creating like adventure rides in areas that i would hope someday to be able to visit um yeah, so that's kind of like where I am with Kamud from a personal perspective and a professional perspective. Definitely finding it um, as it's incorporated in pretty much my daily life, um, not just because I work for Kamud, but because I actually use it from a cyclist's and a runner's perspective. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it's pretty cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. So if we can define in a certain way, uh, Kamud itself, it's really the perfect application for exploring. Yeah, so our mission at Kamud is to basically change how people both explore and experience the great outdoors. Mm-hmm. Um, we see that people, they often lack sort of the, the knowledge or the confidence or the tools to go out and explore. So um, you, as a beginner like or a person that would love to go for a hike or for a bike ride, Um, you might not know where to start when it comes to planning a route. So what do you do? Do you go to Google Maps? Um, Google Maps is obviously limited in terms of the type of information that it can present to you. Um, Kamut does all of that for you. It will calculate how long it will take you to do a certain loop based on your fitness level. It will um, give you information about the elevation profile. Um, It will tell you what the road surface types are. But... Apart from that, what, what's really interesting with Kamut is it's a community of people that are contributing to a, like a platform to share information with each other about what would be nice to see on your run or on your hike or on your bike ride or on your mountain bike ride because we're doing we cater to everyone. So when you go and you plan with Kamut, you can um, look at the information that other people in the community have basically been sharing with each other, um, whether that's a pub that you should stop at for a bite to eat, whether that's a beautiful view from the top of a mountain, whether it's a picnic area, whether it's a brilliant campsite that you should definitely include on your multi-day bikepacking trip. Um, yeah, so it's more than just a route planner. It's... Um, it's a community of people that um, like to share uh, tips with each other um, about the about different areas that you'd like to go and explore all over the world. Yeah, and another cool thing actually that I found in Commute is actually um, the collections. Something like collection of best places or highlights to visit while you're actually, for example, uh, just think about myself. Sometimes I'm um, looking for something, I'm going to a certain place and looking for something I don't really know which kind of, uh, which ones are the kind of rides, for example, that I want to do or hikes that I want to do because I don't know the area. The only thing that you have to do is to tap on a button and go to the collection and you will find there, for example, when I've been in Mallorca, it was uh, the most important climb that you have to do 
with a bicycle once you are in Mallorca, for example. And that helps you really a lot because it gives you a lot of inspiration. Then you can or take those or on the other side, you can just start from that to plan your own route. Everything pretty featured with all the suggestion, all the recommendation from the other users of Commute. That's great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we have a pretty talented um, content team um, of editors that are constantly basically gleaming Commute to um, find and discover like routes that have been um, created by other users or even um, tourism destinations that we work closely with so they'll basically produce these collections as you call them which are just a, a collection of roots together with some beautiful stories to inspire people um, to discover or use those roots for themselves if they want to go to an area that they're um, planning to do some hiking or riding so yeah that's like the inspirational um, area of Kamut and then you have of course Um, different map overlays so when you go to plan a route you've got like five different types of maps that you can look at to get more detail on the route that you're planning um, and then yeah as I mentioned earlier all of the highlights from the community as well so you've got quite a lot of information there to facilitate um, the planning of like probably the, as best as you can hope for um, adventure in the great outdoors pretty cool yeah if actually the cool thing is um yeah the combination in commute of adventure social part of work of course and sports and that's really the synthesis the extreme synthesis of commute obviously putting kind of putting together also a bit of technology to glue up everything on and uh yeah really yeah. that's the really really cool part of the product there's a lot of like there's a lot of platforms out there that are offering like route planning solutions like so you can just plan a route but at the moment there isn't um such a community uh, platform existing other than commute which offers the community this like chance to communicate with each other around the topic of adventure and exploring so this is something that's really really special um It's like, as opposed to just a route planning app, it's got the whole community element going for it. Um, and then we're finding it especially as well with mountain bikers who like to share information about like segments of trails. Um, so with Commute, you can also create a highlight um, for a segment of a trail and you can write comments and tips to other people that might want to ride that segment of trail. And this is something really special. So as opposed to writing about a route that you have, you know, written, you, you write about the experience and the tips that you're sharing with other people along that route or on the map. So um, I find this really, really useful because if you're an explorer, you don't often really want to carbon copy the routes that other people have done. You want to carve your own way. So you want to have the, the power to create your own path right so with Kamut, you you can do that and then you can take the tips from other people um to to make sure that your route is as tailored to you as possible and to do the things or to see the things that you might like to see or experience along the way yeah my question here is uh, because you know actually my background with excel files for the all day long even if i'm In, in love with them can you tell us a bit of numbers how many people are using actually which how many people are around commute by the way yeah at the moment like it's changing the whole obviously we're growing quite 
quite quickly. Um, well, I don't know if we're growing quite quickly, quickly compared to other people, but um, we have, okay. yeah, it's, it's relative, right? So Kamut is, is pretty well known in Central Europe. Um, we have about four and a half million users. Um, wow. Yeah, I, you know, the latest figures, I'm not sure, but it's between four and a half and five million users globally. Um, a lot of those probably... 80% are still in what we call the Dach region, right? Which is Germany, Austria, Switzerland um, area. So that's where our core number of users are. Um, they're very active. So we see commute, uh, maybe um, people that are using commute tend to use it mostly on the weekend. So they spend their week um, planning their adventures for the weekend. Sometimes, of course, they're going out in the evenings and doing stuff, but um, it lends itself more to the explorer, so you don't like go home from work every evening and explore your back garden. Um, Unfortunately, no. I know it depends on where you live, I suppose. But yeah, yeah. I did do a bit more in Switzerland, but <laughs> when I was living there. Okay. But yeah, so we're up to around um, between four and a half and five million users. Um, quite established in Central Europe, and we see we're experiencing the most growth at the moment in the UK. The states and also we see quite a lot of growth in in holland and the netherlands um which is quite interesting um basically probably because it's such a cycling fanatic um part of the world yeah so that's that's kind of where we're at at the moment um definitely looking towards um the uk and hopefully pretty soon the us as well um, we're beginning to see a lot of people discovering Kamut, let's say, in the US. At the moment, we're pushing hard in the UK. Um, and we we often experience, we let sort of like a bit of organic growth um, happen to begin with and start to get a feel for the market. Um, each market is very different. Um, the users are different. Even the terminology um, surrounding activities, the approach <laughs> towards activities are quite different. Um so it's very much like a learning and discovery process, which is quite natural because that's what we're kind of about when it comes to commute. So, um, yeah, like so hopefully in the next uh, year or two, we'll see a lot more um, activity in, in sort of the English speaking part of the world. And then, of course, um, try to expand as well and grow in in countries like um, Italy, France, Spain. Um, other European countries where we, we're, we're experiencing an organic type of like natural growth as well um, but then you have the topic of language to take mm -hmm. into consideration at the moment it's just available in German and English um, yeah so hopefully we'll start to introduce other languages in, in the next year or so yeah, we have to work actually, uh, I don't want to talk about work, but uh, we have to actually put together um, the two activities, the two goals that actually commute on your side and the company that I've been working with, that is Bubble, together, you know. Maybe you, we do really need, it's also super useful to have commute in every language, but on the other side, it's also super good for people of other countries to read in English and German. So learning a new language plus exploring, perfect match, <laughs> you know. Exactly. That's a good point, actually. <laughs> Yeah, I have to talk with my boss about it. <laughs> One of the first words I learned in German were like in Swiss German and they came from riding in group with groups of people in, in Switzerland and Zurich. And um, it was like Ufe and Abe. Mm -hmm. Ufe is um, like up and Abe okay. down in Swiss German. So I knew very quickly what up and down meant because obviously I was suffering quite a lot from where we were climbing a lot of hills. So whenever anyone would say like, 
200 Meter Ufe. <laughs> I knew that we had to go 200 bar meters up. <laughs> okay, okay. You know, sports is a perfect way and a perfect instrument to learn language. It's always like this. For me, it's the same. The, most of the words that I know in German is because actually I'm talking in German with people while riding with a bunch of people that don't speak English. So I try to say, okay, let's speak in German. It can work. And this is the only practice that I do apart from my German class and blah, blah. Sport is very good oh. for learning languages. Nothing to say. Um, yeah. You were talking about the organic grow. Really, that's going to be the last question, marketing question that I'm going to give it to you, but <laughs> that I'm going to make to you, really, I swear. Um, you were talking about organic grow. And actually, the thing that I really, really appreciate of Komoot and uh, of, let's say, um, the trying to get a word of a mouth about commute and what is commute and whatever is that the way that you're using the content there. So uh, let's say I cannot see super massively any uh, performance marketing and advertising, TV advertising or whatever. The most important thing that I see actually is all the content that you are producing on your website on also the stories that you are creating on the topic itself, the, the, the ground cell itself of communities, exploring with the sport, exploring, go outside and explore. And that's really, really something great. You came up with this one because you believe that actually uh, the adventure and the sharing the adventure of people while like, doing sports and whatever is the most important thing, more than actually push people using a product, is more living the adventure outside. Yeah, so... Komoot was founded by, it's part of the story of the company, right? Yeah. Komoot was founded by like six friends and they were all, they're all like outdoor enthusiasts, but they don't come from like a performance sports background. They're pretty cool guys, I must say. I'm really enjoying working with them and um, they have a very um, sort of authentic and you know, true to the user approach to everything that's developed on the platform side of things. Um, they, they're very down to earth, right? So, and they're very close to the community because they are the community. Yeah. Um, so whenever something is, you know, developed or whenever we have an idea, it seems to be very natural because it's basically either it's coming from user sort of feedback um, like demands that maybe the community have and the things they would like to see developed um, or it's coming from things that they have spotted themselves um, as as regular users right so um, I find everything a lot of things a lot of the way the way the the commute platform and the apps are developed very sort of um, natural or holistic because there are things that like when when they're developed you just go all right that makes sense because it's very much tied into um like user feedback and our own sort of personal experience with the apps and with the platform another thing is it's all it happens really quickly um because commute's a pretty small company um and we're We've, you know, we're constantly looking at the, I think, the resources on the development side of things. When you have an idea of something that should be changed to improve, it happens really quickly, um, which is actually really, really cool, right? Because we can, we can be pretty agile um, and we can respond to what people are looking for pretty quickly. Um, and that all kind of helps with the, the natural growth and the direction of the of commute. I mean, obviously, we have pretty clear goals with regards to the direction that we would like to go in. 
or the direction we are heading in. Um, and But it's very, very closely tied to what the community are looking for. Um, and that really helps when it comes to like, when I talk about like organic growth, basically we're trying to offer or create a product that we know people will like, because if we like it and they're us and we are them, then it's all good. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It makes sense. Yeah, I hope <laughs> um, so. <laughs> Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. That's why actually it's so close to the, the, let's say, I don't want to call it nor customer nor consumer, but it's really close to the user itself, to, yeah, the person that is using it. And uh, yeah, you like, can feel it. Yeah. It's made by users. Yeah, like we are the users. The users That's the point. Yeah, are part of us as well. I mean, and it's this, like, we might, yeah, might, you might have read articles about this, um, but... I, like I really feel like I commute that it's something that we actually do. We're actually that's reality. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes sense. Um, going a bit, um, let's say, in a broader concept of uh, the exploration or whatever. Um, so I can really see uh, in this period, and I can see also other uh, players in the market, really in this period moving from the performance side, talking about cycling, but also running and everything, the performance side of the sport, riding, to uh, the experience side, to the adventure side. I don't know, for example, case the classic um, comparison between, I would say, for example, uh, Strava and Commute in that way, but also I can see other players bicycle industry for example the same for example the first time that jumped into my mind is um uh, canyon that now moved actually to the gravel and then not only endurance but really discovering go outside explore uh, side of bicycle with their new product how do you see actually this thing in the market why do you think this thing happened oh this is a very philosophical question <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really philosophical. Talk, I could that. talk for hours about this. Um, so I guess, like, if my opinion would be that we're experiencing like a cultural shift um, mm -hmm. globally. Um, so I think that um, <laughs> you can talk about like what is it? April is um, Stress Awareness Month. So okay, yeah, people are experiencing maybe more stress in their lives. Um, there's a lot of people living in cities. Um, I'm not sure if humans are ready for this because, you know, maybe nature, our, na our true nature is to experience maybe a bit more of the, of living outside. Um, so people are looking more towards um, maybe getting out into nature to feel in contact with nature a bit more. Um, and this is reflected in the shift in cycling as well, away from you know performance orientated cycling to the more adventure or um sort of cycling for cycling itself which is the the beauty or the joy of being on a bike as opposed to um you know trying to um outride the person next to you so i think there's there's both a cultural shift but i think also there's a growth in cycling and as we see with this growth um it might not be feeding into like the performance racing side of cycling, but with the critical mass, you have a natural sort of parallel with, um, with this cultural shift as well, where we'll just see more and more people using cycling as a sort of vehicle for um, getting outside, experiencing 
nature and the great outdoors and using it as a tool maybe to um, experience a better life, um, an active lifestyle and one that maybe satisfies the bit of adventurous spirit that lies in every single one of us. Yeah, um, with, with regards to the industry, I think that they're recognizing this and they're producing, um, yeah, like it makes sense, right? They're, they're seeing that people are, you know, I don't know, I, I wouldn't even consider calling it a trend. I think that it's more than a trend. Like pe- you can see that the numbers um, in of people that are members of um, USA Cycling is dropping. Um, there's a lot more buzz around the whole idea of adventure cycling just basically grabbing your bike no matter what kind of a bike it is putting a bag a couple of bags on it a panniers and just heading off and getting away from the the daily routine um and and just enjoying your time on a bike um so i think that it's more of a shift than it is a trend Uh, and it's obviously it's more in the developing world um but um i think we're going in in this really nice direction with cycling um, which will be cycling for everyone and using the great outdoors as our sort of landscape for that. <laughs> yeah, um, if I can give you really my two cents over here, I believe that actually the point is also that I always refer to these things saying, okay, performance wherever, but performance is a concept that is, it was good in the 80s, maybe in the 90s. Now uh, it's a bit different, you know, now is a bit more the experience that you are living. If you want to, so it's not anymore on getting yourself the performance to get the best to, but here, to be here and to be there. Also because when everybody was pushing in performance, the only thing that they got, bicycle industry or whoever, was okay, sit on the sofa and watch the performance on TV. And we all know where it brought us. On the other side, the best thing is to try to develop something different in sports, something that is, for example, the thing that I really like the most, because I'm also a kind of, let's say, on that side, a lazy person. I would prefer to have bicycle and sports in general as as something, a tool, an instrument to make more social relations. That's the thing. Going out, riding with people, knowing new people, talking talking about that, talking about stuff. That's the really one important side. On the other side, maybe going out, maybe with other people, but maybe with yourself, only to get back the, let's say, uh, relationship and uh, the contact with nature and the contact with the outdoor. Not anymore performance, but just, let's say, engaging with the experience side and not only coming back home, checking your numbers and say, oh, look, today I pulled 500 watts on that car. Yeah, like, I I totally think it's... Like, it's really great. Like, I think we'll always, you always need that type, that side of cycling, the performance side of cycling to advance the sport um, and to have role models. Like, there will always be people that would be interested in competing in cycling, um, which is, you know, it's it's great. Like, it's always going to be there. Um, it needs to be there. Um, but what I'm really enjoying at the moment is seeing more growth around um, the critical mass and using cycling as a as a um, means to achieve something else whether that's um, to get outside and experience um, nature whether it's to lead a more active lifestyle um, or or whether in your case it's to um, become integrated in the community of cyclists and make more friends so we're seeing like a beautiful transition at the moment where cycling becomes something more than racing um, and more than commuting but 
more of even more types of, of ways to enjoy cycling, which is brilliant. Yeah. So it's a really nice time to be involved in the culture of cycling. Yeah. If you let's go back rapidly uh, on the commute side, on the, a commute question, uh, tell us one hidden feature that you recommend to all the commute users that probably they oversee. And on the other side, something that is coming in the future. Sure. Um, yeah, I've been doing a lot of demos recently, so I'm pretty good at this. <laughs> yeah, I think one thing that people actually do miss are the highlights on the map. So a highlight is something that you'll see as, a, as red little pins when you look at the map, when you go to plan your route. Highlights are, are activity specific. So you, we have highlights um, that have been created by users when they've been hiking, when they've been cycling or running or whatever. Um, now, Highlights are basically um, places of interest that users like to recommend to each other. Whether it's, a, like I said earlier, it's a viewpoint or it's a pub or it's a hut or whatever. Um, or it can be a trail segment. So for the mountain bike community, a highlight can be a section of trail that you really need to ride if you're into like um, downhill cycle, uh, mountain biking or enduro or cross country, whatever. Um, now, highlight can only be created once um, until now. <laughs> I think there's going to be a change coming up pretty soon. Um, could only be created once you've completed a route. So basically, when you uh, finish tra your route, you, you upload your completed route from your GPS device or you have finished tracking it on your smartphone, you get prompted to create a highlight. And it takes like two minutes. You basically use a picture that you've taken on your, your ride or your hike, and then you It pins it directly on the map where you took that picture, you write little text about it and you say, this place is definitely worth stopping at. You've got a beautiful view, it's a lovely cafe, you can have a really nice pear and almond scone and a cup of tea. <laughs> That's what we would do in Ireland. <laughs> um, and then you click save and then people can see that little highlight left on the map um, when they go to plan a route in that area the next time. So that for me is a real like a really, really cool feature of Kamut. Um, And then something that's coming pretty soon, um, and we're actually currently um, testing it, is the off, we call, we're calling it off-grid routing. I'm not sure if that's going to be the, the name when we, when we launch it. But um, initially, we did have this feature um, on Kamut like years ago when the platform was first developed. But we took it away because Kamut really likes to present you with the smart routes the smart tours right so we make it easy for people by dropping three or four points on a map and Kamut will calculate the route based on what we think you're you're looking for but we've seen over the last couple of years a lot of people asking for off-grid routing so they want to basically force or plot a route over whichever terrain they want to go um, whether or not there's an existing trail there or not so Kamut normally routes on Um, existing um, trails that are on or roads that are on open street maps it's an overlay on open street maps but we've seen that people want to just do their own thing um, especially in areas like Scotland where you have um, complete like freedom to roam um, people might know that there's a, a little path somewhere but it's not documented anywhere so they want to be able to drive their route over wherever um, so we're working on, on launching that for people for commute users um so that should be coming in the next few months it just means that you can basically go wild with commute <laughs> go wherever you want um, regardless of whether man has gone there before or not yeah it, it looks like also a perfect name go wild with commute 
<laughs> yeah. The new feature. Sure. The go wild, go wild routing. <laughs> <laughs> it's lovely. Yeah, yeah, great. And yeah. um, the last question I wanted to ask you something really personal. If no, without if, I would say which one is your favorite, let's say, ride or general tour or commute track or whatever that you would recommend, whatever sport. Let's say, okay, here, please, at once in your lifetime, go here, it's stunning. Oh my God, but I'd have to say where I live at the moment. I'm such a fan. <laughs> say that. Um, and I'm not even getting paid to say this by like the Irish Tourism Board. We can um, cut on them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I think, so I went to Iceland with a couple of friends uh, two years ago. Um, we got rained on. It was super windy. It was really, 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 really a tough like week of cycling. Um, and we cycled around the West Fjords. Um, I didn't do the lap of the island because that was just going to be too much stress for just one week um, to just push that t type of mileage every day. So I would say in terms of bikepacking tour uh, trip, I think Iceland was one of my, my top, my favorites. Now, like I said, um, I would have to say um, check out my profile on Kamut um, where you can see all of the lovely rides that I've been doing in County Kerry in the southwest of Ireland. Um, it's an area that people just... They never think of coming to because they're a little bit put off by the weather. Yeah, you might get wet. Um, I actually have only gotten wet um, from the rain since like once since last September. Okay. Uh, I do, you know, I'm flexible when it comes to my working hours. So when it's kind of dry outside, I tend to grab my bike and the couple of hours that I have free during the day and I'll head out. But um, If you get rained on in Ireland, I can pretty much guarantee you that some, t some point later on that day, you'll also experience sun. Um, so it's just so beautiful around here, like glaciated valleys, beautiful mountains, lakes, the sea, the Atlantic, um, National Park. I mean, it's just stunning. So definitely just go look at my Kamut profile. You can find me under my name on Kamut and check out what kind of rides and hikes and runs that I'm doing in this area of the world and be inspired. Yeah, for sure. I'm going to put anyways... Your, if I can, actually, I'm asking yeah. you for permission right now, the, the in the description below, the link to your commute account. So cool, everybody yeah. actually can have a look to your highlights as well. And yeah, your rides. super cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyone can copy any of my top secret commute routes. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly the point of commutes, isn't it? So nothing <laughs> no, is a secret just nothing. because we are enthusiasts of exploring the world outside. So that's why it's everything shared. Exactly. You have the opportunity for sure. You have the, uh, the button to push if you want to have your ride or your truck private. I never use it. I don't know yeah, what about either. you. Like, I, never use it. I guess if I was planning something that I wasn't really sure of, I might keep it private until I'm pretty, like if there was some sort of questions around where are those trails um, I should ride or not um, if I was on a mountain bike. But generally, I'm sharing them and I'm inviting people to join me and it's super simple like that. And actually, I really like, I don't do it enough, but I really like to share them to Facebook and Twitter because you, they display quite nicely. Um, like after I finished a ride and I've got the pictures up there, um, it looks pretty nice when you share it with your friends on social media platforms. So I must do a bit more of that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah for the last uh, let's say um last punchline we can say so use commute plan your tracks on, on commute and then make some picture and then share it with all your friends in social media in the all electronic world and digital world but also with your 
people close to you. So also during a dinner or whatever, mm-hmm. not only talk about performance, but also talk about your adventure and commute is the perfect tool to do it. Exactly. Great. <laughs> perfect. Just to give the last punchline of this episode. It was a pleasure to talk with you, Fiola. Thank you very much. It was a pleasure to meet you and talk to you as well. Yeah, and hopefully we are going to have a ride together soon and we can continue having this talk off records. We'll have to make it happen. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. Thanks a lot again. Bye. It was a pleasure. Ciao, Fiola. Bye-bye. And thanks, Fiola. It was really a pleasure to talk with you. How strong is your spirit? Now I just want to go out and ride my bicycle for hours after being talking with you, listening to this thing. Also, because I had this interview, we did it a couple of weeks ago in uh, Friday morning. And after it, I think that I've been out riding the bicycle. I completely remember it. I have to check on my Strava. Ah, I cannot say Strava. We were talking about Komoot. No, 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 I'm kidding. They are not competitors. They're perfect companion. You just need to decide if you want to go outside and eat some adventure or if you just want to check your data, your, you know, your numbers. I'm a numbers guys anyways. So I think I need to wrap over here. I don't want to be too long. So thanks to my sponsor Wahoo that works perfectly with Komoot and Isadore that works perfectly with everything bicycle related. And don't forget to write me emails. Hello at calamaro.cc. That's my email. Find me on Facebook, facebook.com slash calamarocc or Instagram, instagram.com slash calamarocc or Twitter, twitter.com slash readcalamaro or just go to Spreaker if you're not listening to from Spreaker right now, spreaker.com slash listencalamaro and hit the subscribe or whatever button and once that you are on Apple Podcast, just hit on the subscribe button. You are going to receive my voice every week on Tuesday for this Tuesdays no not this Tuesdays this Tuesday this Tuesday is everything thanks a lot for listening and we'll talk to you next week bye